Dragon Zord. Tiger Zord. Zeo Ranger 5. Red. Red Lightning Turbo Power. Dino Thunder. Power up. Okay, let's get into this episode. We know what it's about. Uh, without further ado, let's hit the intro music. podcast i'm your co-host zachary c jones and joining me today is your other co-host noah mcintyre what's up all right so as i feel like i don't want to be excited um this is a very sad episode obviously yeah um we've discussed power rangers several times on the show i think it was at least twice um and mm-hmm. if you're a po- if you're a fan of the power rangers community you've known something that's devastated the entire community um over the course of these past few weeks. Um, obviously, Jason David Frank uh, has passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on November 20th, I believe, or it got announced then. I think it was on November 19th. Um, yeah. And this one hits hard out of everyone, honestly, because he played the most roles. He was probably the most impactful. He The thing that I like the most is he enjoyed it so much that he kept giving back to the community, you know? Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, we, I, I think that all of the uh, actors who play in Power Rangers obviously cherish it and love it, I would assume. Maybe there's a few exceptions, but you don't really see anybody embrace the, the Ranger community quite like Jason David Frank did. I mean, like you said, he, he did probably, uh, probably, he did the most uh, characters. He was, he had the most, I imagine, screen time of all the Rangers, and he was just, I mean, he was legendary. He was the face of the Power Rangers. When you thought Power Rangers, you thought, okay, well, Tommy, obviously. That's probably the first first guy that came to everybody's mind was Tommy. Yeah. And we see him not only, obviously, grow over the first, like, five seasons of, of Power Rangers, but we also see him, you know, really shift and change how he is and his, per- his shift into turbo you might say. yeah <laughs> not his personality but kind of how how he hold, uh, how he carries himself um obviously as the green ranger uh originally he was kind of he was the first sixth ranger so he was kind of new he was a new guy so he just kind of did what everybody else did but then when he became the white ranger he kind of took over more of a yeah. leadership role especially when jason um, obviously yeah when jason left obviously he he wasn't the most tenured power ranger uh left over uh have been billy and uh kim kimberly yeah but he was the the best thing to a leader that they had left I mean, yeah he was much him and jason were very similar uh people and then from yeah. there until he went off to college and you know left uh the red turbo ranger uh duties to tj yeah he he was just a leader of the rangers and he he was he had seen so many so much turnover in his uh in his time i mean by the time they got to zeo he was the only one from the original six left that was a ranger 
yeah. all the other ones had gone and left off, or like Billy was just kind of like there for yeah, Zio. Kind of alpha. <laughs> yeah, he was just he was just there that yeah. season. Um, I'll help out. Oh, I mean, Jason yeah. did originally come did come back though as uh, the black or Gold Ranger. Yeah, that was uh, cool to see him. I mean, we did see him and Kimberly come back in the Turbo movie, which yeah. I, I, which obviously took takes place before the show. But to then see him come back again to play another ranger and see him even kind of you know take a back seat uh, was cool. Yeah. But and then you fast forward, uh, I want to say something like seven, six, seven years, something like that. And yeah, then, give or take. you know he he's a professor now. He's they keep calling him old, but if you do the math, he's only in like his late twenties, early thirties in the show. Yeah, so he's not that old. <laughs> um but he's high school student old yeah uh but i mean to see him change over the years uh and see him take on different roles uh in different situations uh with the within the uh ranger universe was really cool to see um but then like i said he was tommy he's tommy so anytime you saw tommy it was awesome even if it was just like a one episode cameo it was yeah it was cool to see him 100 percent. um i think one of the things that i like that stands out about tommy is he was really the first ranger to really have a redemptive story arc uh you yeah. see it uh, there, there's a bunch of ranger story arcs that are in the redemptive sense along power rangers you have people like uh uh what's it called uh korag um mm-hmm uh the sixth ranger from overdrive i can't remember his name it's like a some yeah some weird name um uh, that other person from mystic force was a villain before the solaris knight uh Uh, yeah uh what was he he was like because he was ever a villain i'm pretty sure he was i know like his like true form is like one of like the uh monster persons or something well regardless um tommy uh obviously first evil ranger ever i'm pretty sure i don't know if the shadow rangers from money morphin came first before him but regardless uh yeah he, he was like the example like the first real evil ranger of course because he was created as a ranger just to be evil by rita yeah um and i think I, I i oh there's there's another uh evil ranger like that uh merrick from uh wild force okay yep um but yeah i think he he had a really nice story arc and i think that like his character just continued to develop so much further throughout the course of the seasons which is something we didn't see with a lot of people i'm not gonna lie there are some people that kind of just stayed stagnant and kind of just like plain um but tommy i feel like he just kept developing and like the more you thought he couldn't get better like i think uh from mighty morphin to turbo he just became more of this leadership like legendary ranger dude and then you saw him back in Dino Thunder, and he's even more experienced. And mm-hmm. he's, I feel like he's still like you can even see from this dude that's like so experienced and so intelligent and all. He's still got more to learn, and he does, and he still develops. And that's yeah. that's an example of a great character that can never be too developed. That like you can just develop them all the way through a lot of scenarios. And I think his character was perfect for that. Um, yeah. And I think that's why he was able to have so many roles like he did, you know? Yeah, and especially with Dino Thunder, he really took more of a kind of like Billy was in Zeo kind of role. I mean, we did see him morph a lot, but 
it was very brief. Um, obviously, he didn't have any Zord work. Yeah, dude, didn't, Zord dude didn't, didn't have a Megazord. He just had the Carrier Zord. Yeah, uh, which, I, like I've said, I think they could have done a better job with his Zord. Could have done, yeah. like, an Ultra Zord type deal. That would have been cool. Yeah. But, um, like, yeah, like you said, he was always really uh, evolving and developing into uh, a, a better version of himself. And he knew when he had to... Uh, take a back seat in certain situations and let someone else lead or, you know, step up and be the leader himself. So it was, and Jason David Frank did a really good job portraying Tommy. Um, I, I know he wasn't, uh, he was uh, the original guy. He was the guy he, that guy, I don't know how to say this, but they recast Tommy and then like Tommy and then Jason David Frank took over the role. Um, so, I mean, honestly, Tommy might not have even been a big a legend if it wasn't Jason for da- Jason David Frank. I mean, if they had the, yeah. uh, the original guy, he might have just, you know, after he lost his powers, might have just been, okay, no more of him. But yeah. I mean, with what Tommy meant to them, and I mean, he became such a great friend, and then obviously him and Kimberly had a little thing, and then that little, uh, that little, you know what, went and broke the man's heart. So, yeah. So, so you know, screw her. Yeah, screw him, really. Uh, he uh, didn't he end up with Cat? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, the, him and Cat had some stuff going on. I'm, pre- I'm yeah, pretty. Yeah, sure I'm Cat pretty sure he got together. I'm pretty sure they ended up together. So he found he found a better person uh, for yeah. him. Uh, I, I mean, what I mean, what else can you really? What else can words really do for a guy like Jason David Frank and what he meant to? Uh, the ranger community i mean any i mean any ranger kind of uh comic-con i don't i mean i know they all have different names um but like comic-con for power rangers uh i mean he was at like all of it i mean anytime he had a chance to meet fans and you know do meet and greets and stuff he was there he was all for it yeah and i mean you look at cameos i think it was obviously we had megaforce uh, when he came back, yeah, I think he was, it was in Forever Red. Forever Red, obviously the ten year anniversary. Yeah, and I want to say it was Ninja Steel was his last one. Uh, when he when we yeah saw the, he was uh, there too. When we saw the uh, his uh, I forget what they call it, but his you know his special morpher that you can you just you can, switch between all of them. Yeah, I forget what it was called. Um, I can't either. But I mean. The, I, I wish we could have seen more of him, obviously, throughout the after Dino Thunder. But, I mean, with what we had, I think we could all be grateful. I mean, you look at it, and I thought about this. You look at it when, I don't know when it exactly was, but when the first episode of Dino Thunder out probably came out before you were even born. So, pretty um, sure, yeah. So, it wasn't until Megaforce that he actually did it. That Tommy was actually on scene during you know your lifetime like something new during your lifetime yeah which i thought was pretty funny that that's how i mean the last time he he played a significant role in power rangers was 18 years ago which is crazy Uh, that is incredibly crazy i mean i'm 18 (laughs) yeah i i feel like it would have been cool to have him kind of like uh, kind of like a, a kind of a mentor role, kind of, kind of like what he did in Dino Thunder. It would have been cool to see him do something like that again, but not necessarily absolutely be a ranger. Um, 
would have been cool to see him do something like that again, kind of just as a more of a teacher, as a Power Ranger teacher, not actually taking on a fighting role or anything. Yeah, especially if it was Dino uh, Fury, because, you know, dinosaurs are kind of a thing. Yeah, and I mean, it's probably the... I mean, I don't want to say for sure, but probably was the best dino-themed season since Dino Thunder, in my humble opinion. Humble. Very humble. Another thing that I like to discuss is kind of like, because I I did some of the research kind of more on in the ways he died. Yeah. It's that when you look into it, it's actually really sad because I remember when I first saw looked into it, there was a bunch of rumors and stuff, and kind of not nothing like uh, that's that that happens with like almost everything. You know, like the rumors go around like yeah, uh, unless you're reading specific news sources, even like actual news sources can give opinion pieces and not be very reliable and whatnot. Yeah. So fake news has happened to spread around, but uh, my first look was his wife left him and that's why he got sad and then he killed himself um looking into it more from an article that his wife uh with an interview with his wife and everything uh it's way deeper than that um yeah i guess so he he uh he had his wife and everything he helped her raise a child who had a child and then found um and it wasn't it's not his it was only his wife's but he helped he helped raise her raise her as his own and Mm -hmm. um then he found her dead dang so that's what started his depression and their marital issues uh yeah which eventually led to them separating but then get this very sad um they uh eventually decided to work things out and they were on a getaway when mm. still he was still struggling with everything, she went down for snacks, and when he she came back up, and it happened. So wow. it makes me really sad because he was in the middle of almost having things figured out, and yeah, after knowing everything that had gone on, it's like it's. I feel like it gives me those vibes of like someone like Chadwick Boseman that like he's so charismatic yeah. and he's so loving and kind and like. You never see until it's really happening because Chadwick Boseman had cancer for I think four years or so and struggling with it, but none yeah. of us really knew because he was so good at keeping the face on. And I think Jason David mm-hmm. Frank was almost kind of like the same person, you know, because he's so charismatic. I mean, can you imagine? Like, you can't imagine him being sad, you know? Like it's yeah. it's it's Tommy Oliver, like, and he's a hero in like all our hearts and it kind of crushes us when you see like what he's gone through, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it, I hate to say it, but I mean, it does make sense why he decided that was the, his best option. Yeah. Uh, all that. I mean, I don't think anyone can really fathom the kind of, I can't uh, imagine it, dude, the trauma he went through in that short amount of time. Um, but it also kind of shed, sheds light on, like, all the, you know, the photos and everything coming out of, uh, obviously, the 30th uh, anniversary of Power Rangers. And you're seeing all the old crew, all the old cast coming back. And he wasn't in any of the pictures or anything. He wasn't in any of the promotions. Yeah. So it, it does shed some light on that, that obviously he was more paying attention on his family and 
himself. I feel like otherwise he would have been 100% involved with it. Absolutely. I mean, he would have been the first person you would have, I mean, he would have tweeted something. He probably would have done a Tom Holland and spoiled something. <laughs> right. Just to how excited he'd be. But, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a sad thing. And to, I mean, it's a sad thing to see happen to anybody that, you know, them get so depressed. And I mean, for a lot, I mean, sad doesn't even really do it justice, but, you know, the, feel so low and so cornered and trapped that the thought of well this is the only way I can end my suffering is just a, an awful thing to think of and it I know is. as as everyday normal people we don't really think that something like this, like that affects you know the people we see on screen and the people we kind of adore and worship uh, but it, they're it, when it comes down to it they're the only difference between us and them is, you know, they're on TV. That's really the only difference. They go through the same kind of crap that we all do. Yeah. Uh, and to now, I mean, it's something I didn't really realize it at first, but only four of the original six are still alive today. Yeah. And obviously austin st john you know he had his fraud issues yeah so only half of them could actually make it to do anything for the 30th anniversary um and we see what they what they were uh what they're planning on doing with uh to honor trini uh so i mean this is obviously very sudden so uh i don't know how much it's going to affect them but i know that they're going to in some way honor uh jason david frank and uh, honor Tommy Oliver in, in some way, whatever way that may be. Uh, they might, you know, even delay when the new season comes out to kind of come up with a the best way possible to honor such a legend. Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of ironic because the actor that plays him went to jail uh, for for killing somebody. But Cole said it best in Forever Red. He really is the best ranger. Pretty sure that's what he said. Yeah. Um, I mean, he and just the tenth year, ten year anniversary. Even then, he was the best ranger ever. Now it's twenty years later, and he's still the best ranger ever. I mean, I don't think you can top years, him. I don't think you can. I mean, twenty years. You know, we've had tons of different rangers that could have, you know, had a could have had a chance. You know. And, that, you know, there are some that I think come pretty close. I think Jason Font, who plays uh, Wes in Time Force, is a oh, really yeah. close second. He's a Dude, really I love second. him. He's amazing. He's kind of like, you know, how Jason was. He's yeah. really still into it. He's a diehard Ranger fan. and They were even really good friends. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't – honestly – I could say probably in the next seventy years, if it if it still if it's still going on that long, and if they make it to a hundred years, uh, probably not. But you never know. I still yeah. don't think any, even in that time frame that you can find someone better than Tommy Oliver, yeah, and better than Jason David Frank because, like I said, when you think Power Rangers, you think Tommy Oliver. You think I mean you might not know his name, but you think Jason David Frank. Yeah, and. That's just, uh, I mean, that just shows you how important he is to everyone who grew up watching this show. 
100 percent um one of the sad things that is kind of a realization from this is that um uh it, it really shows that like i was i was kind of saying this earlier with chabic was but you never really know what people are going through and it's uh yeah it but as 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 weird as this might sound and as like kind of like harsh as might sound it's almost a good thing because the people that we idolize and like think are like the best people ever when something Mm -hmm. like this happens it kind of like humanizes them and it kind of makes us come together and realize not all of us are as different as we might think we are you know yeah like we for instance, in terms of like Jason David and Frank, sometimes it, when we create a hero like that in our heads, we want to be like them so much, and we want to like mm-hmm. be be like them since we think that all of our problems will go away and it'll be better for us uh, if we were just more like them. And then we realize yeah. that they have issues just like we do, if not worse most of the times. For instance, for Jason David Frank, I feel like he definitely had it worse than most of us. Um, yeah. And then it just, I think it really helps us realize, like, uh, the issues that we're going through, other, mm-hmm. like, other important people are going through them, too. Like, we're not, we're not alone, you know? It kind of feels like yeah. we're together in more of a community. So, as horrible and travesty, tra- tra- what is the word? Tragic and devastating. Yeah. I was trying to combine the two. Travestating, I don't know what that is. Travesty. I guess, um, but uh, I, I think um, in one way it's kind of beautiful since mm-hmm. it kind of brings us closer together, especially when it's someone as powerful as Jason David Frank, kind of like how in the 2017 movie, not that I'm respecting it as much as a great movie or anything. It was all right, but you know, it wasn't. Yeah. It had Jason David Frank in it though, so that yeah, was that cool. immediately gave it a a bump in the grade for me. Yeah, um, but um, the thing that brought them together was Billy dying and him being such an inspiration and everything. That's what actually got them to more. Of course, he came back to life, but uh, that yeah. that's kind of the thing I'm talking about is like people that are such an inspiration like that, like especially when they pass, it kind of like makes people realize things and it, it really brings people together. And I feel like that's, that's done that for me a bit, you yeah. know? So I just, it's tragic but again it, it's it's yeah. beautiful in a way you got to find some beauty in the darkest things yeah and i mean we've been seeing it a lot and it feels like just the past six years i mean it feels like i mean we've seen obviously celebrities you know pass away obviously of crazy things like unforeseen things uh you know just you know at a young age too we see it a lot yeah. but it feels at least for me because i guess I've noticed it more. I guess you could. It's probably the best way to describe to explain it. Since Carrie Fisher passed back in 2016, it seems like it's just. Every, I mean, just every few weeks, someone else, some other big celebrity's passing away of something. Yeah. Um, and obviously, obviously, with Carrie Fisher, you know, we we both love Star Wars. That obviously hits close to home. Um. So I mean, we've seen. A few, quite a few people, you know, at least for me, I can say that did movies or shows or whatever it may be uh, that I really love and and grew up watching or whatever. I've seen them pass away, but honestly, I don't think, and I hate to say this, but I don't think any of them have 
really hurt the way that this one does. Just because, I mean, obviously, Star Wars, you know, that's that's timeless. But with Power Rangers, you know, it's obviously it's more marketed towards kids. But, and you obviously have like that, you know, time where it's like not cool anymore or you don't want to really talk about it to anybody if you're still into it because you're trying to pass that age or whatever. But these past, I want to say maybe a year or two, obviously me and you have been getting hugely back into it. Yeah. So to relive, you know, really nostalgic childhood moments and to get to watch uh, episodes and uh, things like that that I never really watched, you know, before Dino Thunder, everything before Dino Thunder, with the exception of Mighty Morphin, uh, and in space, I still really haven't seen all that much of. I mean, like I said, there's a couple exceptions, but there's still some that I have no idea how they fit, how they end. And you know, obviously, I'm trying to trying to do that, trying to watch them and get to really see what uh, Power Rangers was like uh, back before I got into it. Um, but it, this one really hurts because. At, at the same time, I want to watch Power Rangers, obviously, but I've got like two or, especially with what they have on YouTube now, it just seems kind of hard to watch it without thinking of Tommy and thinking of JDF and obviously what his family's going through and, you know, his, obviously the, the I guess, four others now uh, at this point of the original uh, Ranger team, what they feel, because I'm sure they didn't keep in contact a whole, whole lot. Uh, but I feel like it still stings because they they helped, they were a part of creating something that's lasted three decades. Uh, but it, it's, like you said, it is sad, it's tragic, but it does, you know, br- tragedy does seem to bring people together, it does seem to bring us humans together. And really realize that there are some things bigger than or better or smaller than life that really if you just if you really just ask someone how they're doing, it could change their change their whole day. It could change everything for them. Um, I mean, maybe if he I don't know if he did or not. I assume he did. He probably did. But maybe if he had talk to someone a little bit more or if maybe he just you know broke down and cried just just took a day to just cry and just let it out and kind of work process and work through it maybe he would have been a little bit more not okay with everything that happened and that traumatized him but would have been a little bit easier for him to you know accept it and start to move on uh but who knows? I mean, maybe it was it was always gonna happen. Maybe there was nothing that could really stop it. Yeah. Um, it's just a sad thing, you know. We gotta we just gotta look at it and realize that you know life's short, and that we know we gotta we gotta spend our lives doing doing so stuff that make make us happy makes us happy. You know, spending as much time with family as we can and just treasuring that time obviously because you never know when you know a friend or a family member might just you know do what jdf did and so many others uh 
around the world do and decide that this is like like I said their best option, even though it's it, it never should be. But you know they just come to a point where they don't see a way out, or you know it might just be a car crash, or they just might be a bystander of a of a shooting or whatever it may be. It, it could be hundreds and thousands of things that could just end your life abruptly. So I think things like this, like you said, while tragic, should be an eye-opener to us that even though it's something that's sad and depressing, obviously, uh, we have to realize that that there that there is more to life than the small things like that, that we that we see in everyday life that we might take for uh, take for granted, uh, and, and that we just got to cherish life. That's something I think that we should the biggest thing that we should take from this. Yeah. Coming up on uh, these last uh, 10 minutes or so that we have here, I wanted to kind of try and end this on a happy note as much as possible. So uh, I think we should dive into some of the best moments of J.C. David Frank's career as Tommy Oliver. Uh, I don't know him much as any other roles, obviously. So uh, I know he had some other things, uh, but uh, let's let's dive into Tommy Oliver specifically because he did say he had a really good redemptive arc, and I want to dive into that, and I, I think we can break it down and uh, really make this happy uh, so we can say, hey, he's gone, but he left us with a really great character, and let's let's yeah. talk about that. Yeah. So if you wanted to start us off maybe with... Uh, yeah, talking. sure. Uh, I mean, one would... Uh, for a lot of people, I imagine they'd start probably with Mighty Morphin, but... Uh, I mean, by the time I was born, he... I mean... Turbo was over, and uh, and it was still four years until the ten year anniversary of Power Rangers. So <laughs> there wasn't really anything there. And then obviously, you know, we see him in Dino Thunders when his next his next big role in Power Rangers comes. So I always, you know, you know, I, I connect with that more than other people would connect with Mighty Morphin. Right. Uh, I I imagine you you would agree on that. Yeah. Um, so my favorite moment, or one of my favorite moments in uh, Dino Thunder, I mean, obviously when he becomes a Black Ranger again, is obviously up there, but I feel like the episode where, I think it's the same episode actually, where he's captured and, you know, uh, Kira, Ethan, and Connor don't really know what to do. They're kind of panicking and uh, I forget, Haley, you know, she, you know, walks in and shows them his little video diary of all oh, the rangers yeah. before him and him kind of going through his time with the rangers and his friend seeing his friends and uh, talking about his friends and everything and then obviously getting the you know kind of showing them the history of the power rangers and what it means and the faith that he has in them that and he, he kind of ends it off that if anything should happen to me these three are charged with protecting the the, the earth that was a that was probably my favorite moment from the show, just because not only do we get to kind of relive the uh, early days, uh, the glory days of Tommy Oliver, but you get to see him basically, like I said, give us a history lesson of all the Rangers, even after him. And, you know, space, uh, 
uh, Lost Galaxy, all of them, you know, right? Yeah. So he just, and then obviously ending it off with, you know, these three that are kind of knuckleheads, don't really, you know, teenagers that are kind of, they they prioritize other things sometimes before being a ranger, but he still has that faith in them that, hey, if anything happens to me, these are the guys you you should look to. These are the guys you should put your faith in and and should and should look look to when you know crap hits the fan. Yeah. So that was that was personally my favorite from Dino Thunder. Yeah, um, that's obviously I. That's one of my favorite episodes of Power Rangers in general. I remember always being like, I would rewatch Dino Thunder, and that episode would come yeah. on and be super excited. Um. I have to say, uh, one of my favorite moments is when he actually gets the power transfer from being the Green Ranger to the White Ranger. Um, yeah, I really like that because it it he already had this redemptive arc where he was an evil ranger that turned good. Used literally his evil powers not created for good for good because yep. that's how strong of a character he is. And then obviously he he was uh he was absent he got more down he like uh his powers his evil powers were taking more over him because you know originally they weren't created for good so obviously something was going to happen and then yep. you just see him coming down from this white beam of light and he's all like his his suit is badass you gotta say it uh he's all like amazing he's way more of a leader now and just everything about him going from green to white i like i love the green but the white just so prominent and just the Tiger Zord too, just everything. I really like that episode because, like, he's brand new, and mm-hmm. I don't think is there any other ranger that had two different colors in the same season. Oh, that's a good question. I I don't think so. I wouldn't I think so. Think one. I mean, obviously, like SPD, we see like Sky right take over the red for like an episode but i don't think we really see that in the in a, over a season outside of yeah because he i mean obviously my Morphin had three seasons or so but counting it it's the same yeah. show like he he was continuously the green ranger and then he was continuously the white ranger so i feel like that's special significantly and he literally like and just just like the pure like energy that his white ranger form was created from it's like a significant difference and he's just he's the white ranger i feel like was super super cool and that's one thing yeah. i'd love to see adapted into one of the movies um which obviously it was oh, yeah. the the movie version of mighty Morphin power rangers um mm-hmm. but other than that i that's one of my favorite moments personally because i just really like him being rejuvenated i suppose and just coming back even better somehow, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I remember that episode. I remember when, I think, it was, I don't remember how many episodes it was before that, but when we see Billy in the uh, air ducts kind of sneaking on a sword on an alpha, seeing uh, yeah that they were creating a white ranger, uh, it was just that anticipation was, you know, big. Uh, and then when, like you said, he comes down from this beam of light and he takes his helmet off and you see Kimberly's reaction. She faints. Oh, yeah. Because she's so shocked that it's Tommy. She faints. And I think that, I mean, I don't think anybody really else had that uh, that exact reaction. But right. I feel like that's kind of what we felt like on the inside. Like, what? Tommy's back? He's, um, it, it, he, it was definitely cool. I mean, the Green Ranger, like, was, was, he had it, he had his own thing. He was. He was cool. 
we all we can all agree with that. But when that right ranger came out, man, it, dude had a talking sword that was cool. Yeah, and I mean, I just really loved the aesthetic of the white tiger sword. I really loved the aesthetic of it. It was really, oh, hundred really percent. Nice. So they really did a cool thing there. Uh, then obviously we see the them transferring to Zio and getting finding the Zio crystal and then becoming the Zio Rangers uh, because I think was it, it they blew up the uh, uh, command center. The command center, yeah, that. They blew up the command center, so they obviously had to. Yeah. They were scrambling, and then we see them turn into to the Zio Rangers, and we do see obviously uh, Adam and Rocky are the only. Uh, well, obviously Tommy too, but Adam and Rocky had the biggest color changes for me. Yeah, because I, mean, I feel yeah. like Tommy was already basically the Red Ranger. Yeah, he was. He was the Red Ranger, sweating white, basically. Yeah. Um. So that was. That was awesome, and then obviously like the move to Turbo. Um, but then obviously seeing him, obviously when they move, they graduate, and then they turn their powers like mid season. You know, they find someone else to take over for him to put his trust and his faith in TJ was was cool because, I mean, outside of the time that TJ was the Red Ranger, he doesn't seem like very no no offense to I can't remember the actor's name. No offense to him at all. It's just the character doesn't really feel like a leader type character. Yeah, he does feel more like a Blue Ranger, like he was in oh, space. Oh yeah, he was like, he, he was way be... better as the Blue Ranger than because Andros yeah, is like, definitely way better of a leader. I love Andros. Yeah, he could. I mean, if needed, he could step into a leader role, but he does seem more like a a right hand man kind of yeah kind of character. And there's I mean there's nothing bad about that i mean you look at the right hand man kind of characters amongst i mean the past 30 years they're they're some of the best characters oh yeah in my opinion so it's not a knock on the, the character or the actor um so I, I love that i love really love that moment that even though like i said like in our opinion he wasn't much of a type of leader he was like the best choice he really was the best choice in that in that situation yeah. because who else are you gonna put in charge? The kid, really? I mean, you, the kid's gonna be the leader. Justin, you're the Red no. Ranger. I mean, you can't do that's not gonna, that can, that doesn't work. So <laughs> he it was it was really the I don't want to say it like this, but it was the lesser of two evils in that situation. Yeah. Not, obviously, not evils really, but just he he had he chose the best of, out of a bad situation. But I, like I said, I, props to TJ. And then I probably say, even though I love that, my second favorite moment was when he was the last Red Ranger there that showed up for in Forever Red. Kind of had this like badass, uh, was fashionably late kind of, uh, you know, feel to it. Like, pretty sure yeah. that was Jason actually. Was it Jason? I could have sworn it was Tommy that was. The I, last no, time. I remember Tommy being like, "I there's there's one more person." Oh yeah, I you're right. Yeah, and then Jason. You're right. Like, my bad. But then the reunion of Jason and Tommy again is just like something you love to see. Obviously. Okay. Well, then, I'll, since I was wrong on that one, you're completely right. Since I was wrong on that one, I'll pivot. My second favorite was <laughs> Cole saying, "You know, he was the best. He's the best Ranger ever." Yeah. I'll pivot to that. Dude, I just love Forever Red. 
Oh, it was, it was amazing. Like, I mean, like I've said, I've, I've said this to you, the 20th was, it was aight. It was aight. It wasn't, I mean, the first two seasons of this, of this, after Disney, uh, the Hasbro slash Neil Saban era, the first couple seasons were kind of garbage. Um, yeah. Of, at least of that era, kind of garbage of that era. Um, but the tw- the 10th was the best. I mean, didn't we have like a 15th or 25th, something like that? The 15th, I, I believe, was uh, Operation Overdrive. Yeah, we had a... a Forever had... Ranger. had like Kira, Xander, Adam, Tori... Uh, uh, bridge as the Red bridge, Ranger. yeah, yeah. So I know they've done a few uh, anniversary episodes, but the tenth was—I mean, that was. Just it was it's the else. best. It will always be the best. Yeah, I mean, that first ten years, they definitely had. Obviously, that episode in in space were probably the best ever because obviously we know in space was supposed to be the last season of Power Rangers ever. Um, oh, so yeah. they really. Pull out, pulled out all the stops, and then you know the fans said, "No, we want more." Thankfully, they did because because they, thankfully they did, or we wouldn't have gotten Forever Red, which yeah. is pr- probably the best episode of all the episodes ever. Just mm-hmm. because outside of the Red Aquatar Ranger, we saw all these great Rangers, right? Red Aquatar was there. He just wasn't actually like the actor or anything was there. I know it was just it was just the the guy whatever you know the guy in the the stunt guy when, in the when he went to morph he's like just like red aquatar ranger like he didn't even yeah, morph, just like for real you see you see all the other act, red ranger actors you know actually go through their thing go through their morphing sequence and then it's just that dude's there which um, by the way most badass morphing sequence there's ever been are you at like my opinion which one which was my no, no no like that from forever oh, that, they all morph, okay i got you best thing ever yeah i mean shoot i i, I do you remember the uh thing i sent sent you on instagram of that uh but someone overlaid when each uh ranger was going through their morphing sequence it played the theme song behind it which was really oh cool. yeah oh dude i love that that was really cool. It would have been cool to see them do that in the actual episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably my, after seeing that on Instagram, that's probably my only critique of it. Um, but uh, it was, I mean, they really pulled out all the stops for the 10 year anniversary and the 20th, like I said, it was, it was all right, but I can't wait to see what they do with the 30th. But to think that, I mean, you had the 10th and the 20th, Tommy was there and now the 30th, he won't be. Um, but like I said, I know they'll do something good for him. So yeah, I mean, sure. I can't I can't wait to see what they do for it. I mean, they've had what what would this be the fourth anniversary season slash episode or whatever they've done, and after since that first one they haven't been able to live up to it quite like that. I mean, yeah. Don't get me don't get me wrong. Fifteen and twenty weren't bad. It was just when you pull out all the stops for a ten year anniversary, probably thinking it's not going to last to fifteen or twenty. It's like, okay, you really you set the bar way too high for them. They don't know what to do now. I can't really imagine what would be the best way to like top Forever Red, except maybe doing something where it's like all the sixth Rangers or something. I guess because I mean, like with the twentieth, you had I mean, you didn't see all the actors, but you had all the Rangers. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what, like you said, I don't know what you do except for all the sixth Rangers and. There weren't really many outside of Tommy, really, that off the top of my head, six Rangers were really like, 
main, like, top important Rangers, yeah. really, like Tommy was. I mean, it, I, mean, I, no I wouldn't repeat Tommy. Of course not. I mean, I won't. If they did that, I wouldn't be upset because that would be cool to see some of the old old six Rangers because I don't think we've really seen any of them uh, since their season or whatever. So it would be cool to see that. I definitely wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah. But it just, like, it's. I think it's like it like it's impossible to top Tom, uh, JDF as the best Ranger ever. I think Forever Red's the hardest anniversary episode slash whatever to top because with space, like just like like I said, in, with space, they just really pulled out all the stops for one episode. Yeah, <laughs> they said, um, well, yeah, let's get all the Red Rangers back. Okay, that's probably wasn't cheap. Oh yeah, yeah, that's uh, dude, <laughs> and all all the all the leaders and everything. Yeah. Plus, you have to think, all of them stayed in relatively good, you know, shape for you know ten years, seven years, whatever. After thirtieth yeah. anniversary, you get them back. They're probably not as in good shape or as look as good as they did back then. But... You remember Jason on the twenty fifth anniversary with Beast Morphers? Oh yeah. Oh, that was. Wait, was it? Was Jason? I don't. I don't. Okay, hold on. I'm trying to think. Cause I know he did one. Uh, in Dino Charge. Was he in Beast Morphers? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't um, remember. They did a whole thing where like all the Dino Rangers returned or something, like Dino Charge. Oh, that's the one. That must because I, I thought that was in Dino Charge, but I must be. I no, yeah, it was know. Beast Morpher. I don't know. It's was weird, it but I know there was that episode. But I know, okay, whenever it was, yeah, that one was really good. I really did like that seeing him back. Yeah. Would have been cool to see some of the other like Dino Thunder or the other original cast too. Ooh, but... dude, if they brought some Dino Thunder back, that would be amazing, bro. That I, my pro, my favorite for them to bring back probably would have been Ethan. If they, if they could only bring back one, would probably have been Ethan. Yeah, yeah, in my probably opinion. my pick too. Just because he was kind of he was kind of like Billy. Kind yeah, of. he was kind of um, more like the modern Billy with the video games. Yeah, yeah, he was he was what they tried to go for in the live action Billy. Yeah, that's what that would have been a if they had like if Ethan was that in the in that in the twenty seventeen movie. That would have been a better portrayal of Billy, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, shoot, it, man, a lot of great moments. Oh them. yeah, one hundred percent, dude. We could go on I mean, for another uh, episode. Uh, yeah, we really could. I mean, we could we could make this a two part. Just talk about all the you know amazing things he did in in, in the Rangers universe and all the moments he had. Well, I mean, look at it this way. I mean, I'm sure we'll do an episode when the 30th anniversary comes out, so. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I'll be honest, I still haven't watched the second half of Dino Fury yet just because I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch it. Dude, I'll tell you this. Like, I have been so frantically trying to get, like, watching a bunch of shows that it's so hard just to, like, watch the ones I want to. Like, Wednesday came out, and I still want to finish that, but I still got to finish, like, a bunch of other stuff first, too. And yeah. I hate it. Like, and I don't have a lot of free time, 
and it just, dude, it sucks. I yeah, and I know I'm gonna have to get it finished before you know Cosmic Fury comes out because then oh, I'll yeah. just be way behind and confused and everything. Just start I'll Cosmic to... Fury without just like so. Anyway, since all the other Rangers died, like what? <laughs> so yeah, you know we lied. Not none of the came back because the Earth imploded and destroyed. Got destroyed. You just so... you just see it's Zato just with an entire new team. <laughs> For real, no. Uh, oh gosh, what was the? Uh, oh, what was the other alien's name? The Gold Ranger. I forget uh, it's, it starts with an A. Yeah, I forget his name. He he's a cool cat too. Yeah, uh, he's a cool character too. Um, but it, it'd be funny if it was him too. Just like, okay, we kind of, and it's like their fault that the Earth got destroyed. And it's like, okay, right, we <laughs> like we kind of ditched the humans though. We screwed up there. Let's go find a new team. <laughs> Let's replace them immediately. Oh, they could probably put. They could probably link up with space or galaxy. Or well, Secretly, they've so. been doing this like for like years and years. They've just been finding new planets and running the same routine. Oh yeah, the whole six stuck six, stuck in cryo sleep or whatever for sixty five million years was a lie. Yep. That, they that could was probably they, they could probably catch you know link up with the lost galaxy. Yeah. And, and do their thing. No, I, I said in space, but I mean I'm pretty sure all of them were on Earth at the. Yeah, at, at, or most of them at least. After their whole, you know, where the Power Rangers things, you know, that space yeah. ended very, very climactically. Oh, for sure. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's the last season, so they went a lot, or what they thought was going to be the very last season. So yeah, they pulled out all the stops. Made they, me cry too with the whole Andros and Astronomer thing. Oh, Andros, Astronomer, Andros, you know, or Corona. Oh, she was. She's such a good character. Oh yeah, ha- having to see another Watch redemptive Andrew. arc. Yes, a very huge redemptive arc. Um, and then obviously having to watch Andros shatter uh, Zordon's energy tube to oh, save the world, oh, save the universe. That was that. That was bad. That was tough. It was the end of the Zordon era. Yeah. Oof. That was that was a that was a tough one. Just because it hurts. Yeah, but he, I mean, think of it like this. Had he not done it, we wouldn't have had Mystic Force because Rita turns into the Mystic Mother in Mystic Force. So wouldn't have had Mystic Force if Zoran didn't die. That is very valid. Or really any other ones because, you know, Dark Spectre would have taken over the, you know, entire universe. Valid, you know. Wouldn't have had any more Rangers, period, but... Maybe the uh, Psycho Rangers. Yes, there you go. We would have had the whole turn of events. The Psycho Rangers turn into the good guys. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, we're Psycho, but we're not that Psycho. Yeah. Uh, Only we get to destroy the world kind of thing. Yeah. All right, well, I think we're... uh pretty well wrapped up here if i do say so myself i would agree with you on that we did a good one for him yeah well i would like to say um jason david frank wherever you are obviously rest in peace um what is it they say uh may the power rest in you huh is it it's something like that it's a i don't what it's like something they say with power rangers it's like uh Oh, uh, may the power protect you. Yeah, there you go. May the power protect you. All right. Oh man, once a ranger, always a ranger. Yep. Okay. Oh, well, man. 
Without further ado, this has been One Way or Another Podcast. See ya. See ya.